that's so braven. If you don't listen to this podcast, do you know what happens? You get it. Okay. I feel good about that. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Benjamin Raven with the Court of Nerds Podcast Network, and you are tuning in to a very special edition of That's So Braven. Uh, I am not in studio, but Drew is. And we've got Joey and Austin Brunner. You always get it wrong. Why? Yeah. Just say Sweetwater, man. But I always get it wrong. I'll just just say Sweetwater. Thank you. I'm getting annoyed having to search for Sweetwater to find you on Twitter. You You stupid idiot. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Listen. Uh, ben, appreciate the intro. I'll I'll lead this dance from here. But you. you, sir, Ben, are the bell of the ball this morning. We got a lot to get into. NXT TakeOver Chicago on the way. Money in the bank. Monday Night Raw in Grand Rapids as well. And uh, the thing we want to lead off, though, Ben, and why you're the prettiest girl at the dance, Ooh. you're the only one of us who stayed up for Dominion. And as far as I've seen on Twitter, it was a killer show. Why don't you give us a recap, and we'll talk about what we think could happen next after New Japan's best show of the year? Mm, um, no, Wrestle Kingdom was still uh, head and shoulder above this show for me just because of the quality of the Jericho match in itself. But... um. This was an awesome show, and the one thing I'll tell people on with New Japan just uh, across the board is pacing. I mean, one match finishes and the other match begins. I mean, this is a five-hour long show for wrestling, but Dominion, their second biggest show of the year, they started off with a bang. Rapanji 3K, 3K, they... 3K, 3K, 3K. 3K, they lost in the opener, and that was a very, very impressive opener, but nothing much to talk about there. Uh, on the early card, Jay White ate the pinfall in a tag team match from Juice Robinson, so I would have to imagine Jay will be defending his U.S. title against Juice down the line. And then Suzuki and Zack Sabre beat Ishii and Yano, and this was an aggressive, hardcore match. Really fun. People should check that one out. I know a couple of those names aren't household with everyone, but uh, Zack Sabre Jr. should be a household name if you do not know who that is. These guys beat the hell out of each other. Uh, the I mean, never Sab- open weight championship. Real quick, no, Saber Junior. Saber Junior. One of the technically best wrestlers on the planet. If people aren't oh. aware. Yeah, yeah, he was in the he was in the cruiserweight classic to the WWE mainstream fan. Uh, looked amazing in that. He's a UK wrestler. He's uh, part of Chaos. He's a oh no, he's not a part of Chaos. I got him mixed up with Osprey because of the British thing. But uh, yeah, he had a great match earlier this year with Okada for the heavyweight title and. Uh, that was a fantastic, fun match. And then we'll get into the beef of things here. The beef. Young Bucks versus Sonata and Evil. Sorry, everyone, bear with me for a second. I am jet-lagged this morning. <laughs> this show started at 3 a.m. It ended at about 7.50 a.m. I went back to bed for two hours. Uh, in the future, I'm just going to wake up at like 6 or 7 and start it from the beginning. <laughs> but uh, the Bucks... For the heavyweight tag team titles, took down Sonata and Evil, and just another. I mean, this was reminiscent of the Wrestle Kingdom match. It was a wrestling match. It wasn't just spot monkeys and flips. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just the spot monkey deal. It was Nick selling an ankle injury, Matt selling a back injury, them going against two giant dudes. I mean, this was a back and forth match. 
several failed Meltzer driver attempts with the ankle. They really sold that home. Sonata and Evil even hit a Meltzer driver on Matt in the middle of the ring, and that was awesome, and I thought it was over at that point. And the Bucks won. They hit some more bang for your buck, the move that put them on the mat back in the day. Heavyweight tag team champs for the first time, and they I see so much more for them with Sonata and Evil down the line. Those two teams have so much chemistry, and it's kind of like my Brock Lesnar theory. The bigger guys work better with a tiny guy they can throw around more because the Bucks are easy to throw around, and Sonata looked, or Evil looked like a monster last night. Uh, it was fantastic. Can we go back but, to the fact that Sonata and Evil did a melter driver? That was awesome. Oh, my God. That was a thing? Yeah. Yeah, Evil jumped off the top rope for it, too. Okay. What? Oh, wait, no, Sonata wow. Did. Sonata. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. a little more yeah. sense mathematically. All right. The show is yeah, instantly worth it. <laughs> it was awesome, though. They hit it perfect. I thought it was over. But um, And then this, uh, I, I kept looking at my screen and thought I was hallucinating because it was like 530 in the morning. When I saw Cody, Marty, and Hangman versus Rey Mysterio, Jusin, Thunder Liger, and Tanahashi in a six-man tag. Like, that is an insane six-man tag. And for anything looking looking ahead to All In weekend and the Ring of Honor pay-per-view at the end of the month, there wasn't much uh, tension at all between Cody and Marty. They walked out of the arena, arms around each other's shoulders as they snotted at fans and stuff. But, um <laughs> Uh, Cody Cody uh, got the win in this one by pinning Liger. He hit the crossroads on Liger in the middle of the ring. But I do want to say a couple things. Rey Mysterio looks to be in fantastic shape. He stole that match last night, which is impressive when you have a guy like Tanahashi and Marty in there. But Rey looked amazing. Top five masks he's ever worn of all time. It was a New Japan-style mask. Just fantastic. Everybody looked great tonight. Naito's entrance gear was unbelievable. He looked amazing. So, oh, yeah, that was the next match, too. Oh, no, it wasn't. We still have Takahashi and Osprey. My God. Take your Takahashi time. Takahashi off the best uh, Super Juniors win. He won the uh, junior heavyweight title. He beat Osprey in a really fun match. I'll be honest. I fell asleep for 10 minutes during this match and woke up as he was hitting his finisher and won the match. It was good while I was awake. <laughs> dude, dude, you're okay. It's all right. It's all right. We're getting towards the – what? All we got left is the double main, right? True. Yep. Jericho and Nysa. This one – you know, it, it was a very different match than the match that Jericho had with Omega at Wrestle Kingdom, mostly because he attacked Naito during his entrance and just kind of beat the living crap out of him for like 15 minutes <laughs> while Naito was still in his flashy white tuxedo. Like, I mean, Jericho like hit everything on him. Table spots, finishers, signature moves, tiger bomb backbreakers. I mean, he was beating the crap of Naito before the guy could even get into his entrance gear. This was fun. This was fun. They... The, uh, they botched the ending a couple of times. Uh, Naito kept going for his finishing move, and Jericho kind of kept missing his cue on it. I'm not sure who was messing it up, but it kind of looked weird in the end. But Jericho won this in complete dick heel fashion when he threw the wrap into the ropes, <laughs> kicked Naito square in the balls, and then hit an amazing code breaker on him for the win. Shout out so, to Shinsuke and AJ with the nut shots. Yeah, Jericho, your new IWGP Intercontinental Champion. So, yeah, I think he's in New Japan for a while. How yeah. cool is that, that Jericho is holding that belt? I mean, w w let's get through the Omega Okada mega match. And then I want to talk about, I mean, we've got to talk about who's the next feud for the uh, the junior belt, who's the next feud for Jericho, and then 
what's next for the IWGP heavyweight champion? Because this yeah. match, Ben, this match. This match was, oh my goodness. The Omega Okada match, they like told such a beautiful story in this match. It took, I think it took about 35 minutes to get to the first fall. And Okada took the first fall. I mean, Rainmakers, Tombstone pile drivers to Omega on the apron. Just destruction on the outside. Took 35 minutes to get the first fall. Kenny just got the crap kicked out of him for most of that. And then comes back and takes the last two falls to finally get the IWGP heavyweight title after Okada set the record for most successful title defenses with the 5.5 star match against Tanahashi a month ago. Yeah, that's right. He did another 5.5. But this is <laughs> I, there's no way this isn't a six-star match. If six-star matches are now a thing in our lives, this is the definition of a six-star match. I mean, Okada got the first fall at 35 minutes. Omega didn't even tie it up until, like, the 52-minute mark. I was trying to keep his best track as I could. And then the final fall, I mean, when, oh, just... This was a match that everybody needs to take the time to watch, and you need to take a lot of time to watch it. <laughs> so, right, I mean, 65, so 65 minutes, yeah. two seconds, official match time. Yeah. Uh, you, Ben, you said it was closer to 80 with the entrances. Yeah, it was closer to 80 with the entrances. <laughs> I, I did see oh, uh, Kenny had the Avengers Infinity War entrance. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Because he is one of us, one of us, one of us. Yes, he is. But oh, uh, that looked beautiful, first of all. And then uh, talk a little bit. How did the Bucks end up at ringside with Kenny? Because I, I thought originally it was just going to be him and Coda out there. And somehow by the end of the match, the Bucks are out there. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. How do they end up ringside? They they come out after Kenny wins. And okay. They, they're kind of like, wow, you did it. Congrats. And then they hug. And then Coda's awkwardly in the background, and he he decides to get him in the hug. So it's a four-way hug, and the crowd goes nuts. So that hug, man, kinda, yeah. that hug was what I saw. I saw the gif of the hug, and Nick yeah. Nick was the one motioning for Coda to get the fuck in there. You know, like, yeah, it was, come on, uh, you yeah, beautiful I'm, Japanese son of a bitch. <laughs> it's it's, oh, it's the funny. elite, the elite holding all three heavyweight titles. The all, I mean, yeah, elite, physical the, the titles. Elite. Yeah. No, and the uh, the new Golden Elite shirts already up for sale at Pro Wrestling Tees. Probably gonna get one when I'm in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is this is massive. Okada set the record for most successful title defenses in a row. Okada has been the face of New Japan for more than two years. This is this is crazy, and I, I uh, this isn't over between these two. I saw a gif on Twitter saying that, or from Kenny Omega in his post-match press conference saying that this is a new era, and that's certainly what it feels like when you've got those guys in there. It feels like you've got a new elite with a fourth person now involved in there, and then you've got Kenny Omega, who's probably the best wrestler in the world right now. I mean, I'm not going to argue against yeah. that. Well, and Omega would tell no, you it's yeah. Okada. Right. You know? That's the funny thing. Like they're so respectful to I'd one tell another. You it's Okada too. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit, and I want to go around the room here about what we think is next for these these three major titles in New Japan, um, and maybe a little bit of what's next for the Bullet Club members. Because again, to us, everything is kind of a build towards All In in September, and of course, Starcast leading up to it. Who's gonna, who's going to be at Starcast? 
Us. We're oh. going to be in circus. Oh, okay, cool. Not me, though. Oh, Joe, you can live vicariously through us. I'm going me. to. We're going to be having tons of videos, tons of live Facebook stuff, and, of course, podcasts all weekend long. That is uh, end of August, beginning of September, StarCast in Chicago. We're very excited about that. But let's talk first about what's next for the Intercontinental title. Because, uh, you know, I think, uh, Ben, I think you're right. I think for the Bucks, it's going to be a rematch at the next big New Japan thing. Uh, From everything I saw, that match sizzled, and people will want to see it again. Um, But what's next, do you guys think? And, Ben, we'll go first to you, Austin, and then Joey. Ben, what do you think is next for Chris Jericho and the Intercontinental title? Um, I think we'll see one more match with Naito, and I think we'll see Jericho come out with the title still in that one. And then I think we'll eventually see Chris Jericho go at it with uh, Suzuki, the guy who Naito just took the belt from. So I think we'll see some Jericho-Suzuki just because it kind of fits. I mean, neither of them are the same kind of heel, and they both like beating guys up before and after matches. So it kind of should be fun. I'd like to see – I mean, I know that's not a mainstream – match up to people, but Minoru Suzuki is as top as a name as you get in New Japan, so right. I think once, once that one happened, people would be excited for it. Austin. I think he's there for a while, though. No, I agree. I think we're all on that page that Jericho Jericho's new home for the time being, I would say at least until after the cruise, is going to be New Japan because it gives him the autonomy to work with New Japan, to work with Ring of Honor, and to work with his friends at Impact. So... Yep. Gives him a lot of wiggle room. Austin, what's next for Jericho? I, I definitely think they have to have the Naito rematch, obviously. Is Jericho all in? Like, is he booked for all in? Is that a thing? It's not been announced yet if he is, but the Bucks have constantly teased that there are big names that they have not announced yet. They thought they were going to have trouble selling the show out, so they held stuff back. Right. So, <laughs> uh, so Jericho could end up, Jericho could be one of the big names who's booked for all in that we're not aware of yet. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I you got to assume that Jericho is going to go to all in. He's probably going to defend the title. I would like it to be someone in the Bullet Club, to be honest. I don't know if it's like a Marty Skrull. I don't know if it's a Cody Rhodes. I, I don't. Well, Cody Rhodes is going to have the ROH Championship probably because he's he's going against the NWA. Yeah, yeah, champ, he is. So. Yeah, that's that's that doesn't work. I don't know how it gets there, but yes. Yeah, uh, Hangman Page maybe. Um, I I would love to see Jericho versus the Bullet Club because I feel like. The trash talk would be amazing. You feel like that's where it's leading, though, is something involving Jericho and Bullet Club. I don't know if it's leading that way. That's just kind of what I want. <laughs> I Fair think, enough. I think it'd be amazing trash talk. The promos that Jericho did against Naito were just uh, so spectacular because they're uncensored. Right. Well, it's a different Jericho. Right. It, it felt it real. It is a different Jericho than the Jericho we're used to from WWE, from WCW. Right. This is a new and different Chris Jericho. And I do like, by the way, and this is my favorite thing to instantly draw the juxtaposition between Austin and Ben. <laughs> ben is booking what he thinks makes sense booking-wise. Austin is just over here with his pants at his ankles like, oh, yeah, give me Bullet Club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. give me that shit. Put it in my veins. Yeah. It's, like, right. it's like my coffee, man. I just drink it in, man. <laughs> I do want to, one second, Chris yeah. Jericho's main difference in New Japan is that New Japan is being smart in the way that they're allowing Jericho to book these matches. They're doing a lot more spots on the outside. They're doing a lot more weapon spots. They're doing a lot more underhanded heel tactics because Jericho's older and a step slower, and that's not an insult because this is working. This might be another four-and-a-half to 4.7 five-star match with Naito here last night, so I just kind of wanted to point out the stylistic difference. They're doing a lot of things to make up for his age and loss of natural athleticism, and it's working. And this is like... And his dad, bod. ...for how you handle this. 
Uh, his tour his tour bod is not impressive, man. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. His tour bod is not impressive. I did like the clockwork orange shout out though. That was nice. That was classy. Yeah. All right, Joey, where do you fall on this? What's Jericho's next feud? Uh, obviously, I think the rematch has to happen first. Right. Yeah, I think, we're all on, I think we're all on board. Uh, yeah. Rematch and then, because I think we all assume he's holding the title for a minute. I have one specific Bullet Club member in mind, and it's Marty Skrull. Um, so villain on villain crime. Well, because uh, the personality clash would just be epic. I mean, Marty's just got this, like, just so over-the-top personality, much like Jericho did when he first was starting. Like, WCW Jericho was so over-the-top, and I feel like Marty is in that same category now. I like the idea of Marty Jericho simply because the only thing we haven't really seen out of Jericho in New Japan is that submission specialist that he is. Is that guy, And he and Marty could have a lot of fun doing some chain wrestling stuff oh, yeah. and doing a lot of that really technical shit that got Jericho over in the beginning. Personally, I'm going to swing big here. I'm surprised none of you went for this. Uh-oh. Now I'm concerned about what I missed. Okada's got nothing going on. I I, I thought about it, and then I was like, they, they're going to do Omega Okada again. They'll do Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I think the rematch with Naito happens. I think Okada takes some much-deserved time off. Yeah, no kidding. Much-deserved time off. I think Jericho Okada is the next match. I, I think it is. I think you don't have Chris Jericho arguably one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. He's up there. Okay. Against a guy everyone believes is currently the best in the world if you don't think it's Kenny Omega or AJ Styles. And then Jericho could always go back to the fact that I'm the best in the world at what Right, I exactly. Do. Listen, it would fit with this villain character yep. and it would fit with him running through New Japan, picking fights with all of the biggest names yep. until Daddy Vince calls and says he has to come home. Yep. <laughs> here's a lot of money. Right. Here's the here's the pile of money that we were wasting on Brock. <laughs> Why don't you come actually wrestle with us again? Uh, right. We'd funny. appreciate it. I, ben, am I crazy for that one? Am I am I too far out there? Am I swinging for the fences? No, no, you're not because that Intercontinental Championship is still very prestigious over there. So, and I think if they made it more about Okada going for Jericho than the title, I think it would have a much larger impact. And I think it would be a fantastic match because I've got the Jericho Naito match on mute in the background right now, and Jericho's a I mean, his ability, his ability to adapt to different styles at this age is just unprecedented. It is, it is like, Seth Rollins-ish. It is Rollins-ish. It is, it is Asuka-like. It is working to the strength yeah. of your opponent. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it is, that is phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right, uh, let's go with uh, what's next for Kenny Omega. Ben, we'll, we'll go the same order again. Ben, what's next for Omega, uh, assuming that we don't get the Okada number five? <laughs> Um, I think the Okada number five will come further down the line, and that's kind of my prediction for both of those guys at all in, is they have to do that U.S. rematch. And uh, I think next for Omega is Naito. After Naito does his Jericho deal, I think he'll go for the heavyweight title. I mean, you could see Omega, Tanahashi, Omega. Yeah, there's a couple options there. But I think it's ultimately going to be an Omega, Zack Sabre Jr., slash Suzuki, Naito, I like Omega and Naito. They haven't done that for a little bit. I mean, it happens in the G1 Climax, but that could be a fun feud. All right, Austin? Yeah, I was going to say Naito, so now I'm going to change it up. And you can say Naito. You can have the same answer. No, if it makes sense, tell to. me why you think it's Naito. Well, it, it, yeah, I have two different answers. <laughs> well, I, I'm going I'm to switch it up just to be that guy right now. Uh, I'm going to go with Jay White because Omega and Jay White have that history for the U.S. title. 
Uh, maybe Jay White loses it at some point, and then he's like, you know what? I'm on to bigger and better things. I've beat you once in the past for a title. I'm going to do it again. So I'm going to go Jay White, maybe. I like that. I like that. Joey? From a story point that I was just thinking about last night, uh, I would really love to see Zack Sabre Jr. eventually win the title. Then that would maybe lead into him versus Kota Bushi, the match we never got to see in the Cruiserweight Classic a couple years ago. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, here we go. I, I like that I'm like, I, I like that I think I'm dreaming big, but also I'm dreaming a little bit realistic. You just made fun of me for like with my pants off and now yeah. you're going like. I know, names. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But this is a match I want to see and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, again, I think I'm the newest to this of the four in this crew. Like legitimately, I, I, I believe I am. So Newest I, to wrestling? I mean, to the Japanese wrestling, oh, okay, sure. yeah. Absolutely. I was to talking Japan. to you. I was talking to you about it long before. Well, yeah, but to New Japan, man, I'm, I'm, you know, still a bit of a rookie. I'm still yeah. kind of a baby, so I'm, I'm not really familiar with how they do booking. I don't have a good feel for it yet. What they do as far as story build is, right? I would love to see to keep with the double O theme. Give me Osprey Omega. Okay. I, I love Will Ospreay. I love the tear of matches that he's on right now. He was incredible in Best of Super Juniors. I can't imagine they had him drop the title for to no, then do no nothing. Reason. Right. Yeah. If they didn't have something bigger in mind for him, this guy is unreal. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched Will Ospreay wrestle, my God, you are missing out. No Agreed. kidding. You are missing out on one of the best wrestlers on the planet right now. I mean, I would say he is, what, Ben, top five best wrestlers in the world right now. Oh yeah, he, he oh he's his his run this past year has put him in that discussion one hundred percent. Especially after the Ricochet Osprey match that everyone kind of gave him oh, crap for. Every, everyone talked. It was either, it was a very like fifty fifty. You either loved it or you hate it. It loved was divisive. It. it was divisive. It was. You're, but, you're very accurate on that. But now he's kind of gotten to that point where people view him as a legitimate talent, and he he has moves that make sense, and he can tell a story in the ring, and yeah. I, he's really grown into his own, I think. So that I love Omega Osprey. I think that'd be a fantastic match. Let me suggest a must-watch Osprey match from the past. It was Will Osprey, Ricochet, and Matt Seidel slash Evan Bourne for the WWE fans yeah. versus the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, three-on-three three tag. It was a five-star match two years ago at uh, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Battle for Los Angeles. That was awesome. I've yeah, got that's a must watch. I've got another idea. Okay. Kenny Omega is going to be all in. Rey Mysterio is going to be all in. How weird would that match be, but how awesome would it be as well? See, I think the six man tag is building us towards Marty and Ray at all in. Yeah, I called that in our, in our I, article. Too. Yeah, I, I'm fu- I'm fully bought well, in on that. You're not bought in, Joey? No, I have a different idea for Omega for all all in. <laughs> okay, go for it. Let's do it. I think there is going to be a triple threat match with all three major titles on the line. That would, it, so one major champion? ROH, yeah, why not? NWA. Like, a, like a grand champion. Why not? Okay. Ben, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Have, a, have like an Austin Aries type of reign. <laughs> uh, I just think they're really trying to focus on the Cody-NWA relationship right now. I think that's yeah. the main focus of that. It's not about Nick Aldis. It's about Cody and the NWA. Right. I, no, I, I, think, I think you're on to something there. And I think as much as they've sworn that this card is not going to go over three hours. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. I don't think there's any way that they're going to be able to contain it that way. And I loved, by it's the way, broadcasted. it is going to be broadcasted, by the way, if we haven't talked about this. Yeah. It if is. you guys missed this. Yeah. Uh, ben, do you want to break this down? It's not I mean, it's not, not much to break down, but break go ahead and down. tell yeah. people why we Just know it's going to be broadcast. 
after the Bucks won the heavyweight tag titles, they went up to the announce booth and looked at Cyrus, Don Callis, and said, hey, Don, what are you doing September 1st? Nothing. You want to be all in? Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason. Man. There's no reason for him okay. to be all in if he's not calling it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, though. So that's interesting. Like I said, I hope they do it through Twitch. Twitch. I hope they do it through their website. Charge an online streaming free. Make it available on apps like the Twitch partnership would be genius because then you put it on every tablet and every phone in the freaking world. Right. No, that's, that's an amazing idea. Yeah, All right. thanks. <laughs> what, you, what did you just say? <laughs> really? Y'all are going to get shitty this early? Are you kidding me right now? No, I don't need it. We're not getting messy. No, right, next, no, no, no. Next time you come no. here, brother. No, y'all sit. You sip your tea. You sip your tea and you stay in your lane. Both of you. I'll let that slide because I know you haven't slept a lot, you jerk. Oh my goodness! Listen, <laughs> this is a that's so brave in podcast, uh, a part of the Quarter Nerds right. Network. We really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, talking, of course, about New Japan's Dominion event, a massive event which saw the Young Bucks secure their place in, I would say, in history as one of the greatest tag teams of all time, winning the mm-hmm. uh, heavyweight tag titles. You saw the reunion of Omega and the Bucks, the formation of the Golden Elite. And we'll see how that plays out on the Being the Elite YouTube series. Cannot wait for this episode. Uh, Something we need to talk about real quick before we move on to the rest of our our rundown today, uh, I think, is the the actions that happened in the most recent episode of Being the Elite. I don't know if you guys are all caught up or if it's just me. It might just be you. Do you guys care about spoilers? No, go for it. So so it appears, and this is one of my favorite things, I think that one of the matches I'm going to predict for All In is going to be Hangman Page versus a suddenly alive Joey Ryan versus Stephen Amell. Because in the most recent episode of Being the Elite, Stephen Amell was arrested for the murder of Joey Ryan. That's awesome. He was quoted in the episode as saying, I don't know who that is. <laughs> so I, I, I think, one, this is another chance for Cody to push Hangman in a feature match with one of the biggest names on the card. For sure. You know, again, love him or hate him as a wrestling fanboy who gets in the ring. Stephen Amell is one of the draws of this card. And we've seen him oh, wrestle yeah. before. He can do it. He, he can, do can it. wrestle, exactly. And, and I think his contract with the CW and with Arrow has allowed him the freedom to do whatever the hell he pleases. That show it has already been renewed for next season. Right. I mean, it keeps on rolling in spite of plot deficiencies. It's a good cross-promotion. It's a great cross-promotion. And, of course, his Knocking Point Wine, one of the presenting sponsors over at StarCast. So... I would love. We're gonna get weird on that. I would love, and and Ben, I'm gonna ask you about this. Is is Hangman Page a safe enough worker for the Stephen Amell match? Because that's the big thing people are gonna be looking for is a safe worker. If you look at the stuff that Amell did with WWE, he worked with safe workers in Cody, in Neville, and in King Barrett. All safe workers, guys who don't have a history of injuring themselves or injuring opponents. Is Hangman Page that guy for a mallet all in? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say Hangman Shawn Michaels or anything like that, but I would feel 100% safe in Hangman Page's I agree with hands. that. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Those big Texan hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can do it all. I mean, I feel like he can 
he can work a safe match. He can go crazy with the spot monkeys. He no, yeah, I, I no, I, I think his bad, but yeah, I think yeah. his base offense is perfect for working a match with a Stephen Amell who's going to be limited. Not not this isn't a shot at him. He's not a pro wrestler. He's going to be limited in what he can do. But I could see a tag well, yeah. team of Stephen Amell and not dead Joey Ryan versus Paige and just about anyone. So I think yeah. that'd be really fun. I was going to say, if it's a triple threat match, were you saying it's a triple threat match, Amel? It could be, it could be a triple threat. It could be a tag. It's going to be something that's going to allow Amel to spend time not working. I was going to say, if it's a triple threat yeah. match, he could get away with it by not necessarily hiding, but you can... Toss him out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, you can take yourself out of the equation and then insert yourself back in in crazy spots off the top rope. I think Amel wants to do crazy spots. Oh, he does. He's nuts. That's, yeah. he, Dude, he listen. Amel, yeah. If you've seen his parkour training videos... This dude can do this. And I think WWE yeah. held him back in that SummerSlam match. I think it was SummerSlam with him and Neville versus yes. Rhodes that was, and Yes, that was the, the awkward SummerSlam that Jon Stewart hosted. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. WWE held him back, and that was uh, a detriment to him because now we've seen that he can do this stuff, like you said. So I think Triple Threat would work and Tag Team obviously would work, but that would be interesting. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Again, you guys are listening to an episode of That's So Braven on the Court of Nerds Podcast Network, brought to you by our good friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. Be sure to stop by and see them. They just celebrated their 39th anniversary. Congratulations, Gavin D. and the whole staff over at Tardy's. We love you guys, and we will see you very, very soon. We got a lot to get into. We could talk New Japan all day. We could talk being the elite all day. We're fans of it, right? We could talk yeah. Brandy and Flip and Team Frenzy. <laughs> By the way, Flip still not all in. Flip is not all in. Flip, we're sorry, buddy. We like you. Oh, but no one else. Oh, yeah, does. one thing I got to point out. I forgot. This must have been when I took a quick snooze. Evil attacked uh, Jericho after their match and Ooh. came to the rescue of Naito. So Evil and Jericho, watch out for that. Nice. There's a dark horse. I like it. I like it very, very much. Uh, let's get into this rundown, though, Joey. I want to jump right into TakeOver, if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, it's fun. All right, awesome. Uh, TakeOver Chicago. Baby! Baby! He's not even on the card yet. Uh, I don't think he's going to be on the card at all, unfortunately. It's terrible. No, and, and this is kind of a weird thing, if we want to talk about that before we get into the actual card. Uh, Adam Cole not on the card for TakeOver Chicago. I don't think he gets added. I don't think we see him in Chicago other than maybe ringside with his boys. Yeah. Unless unless him and Pete Dunn get added last minute. That is that is the one rumored match that yeah. has not been announced. But with with uh Cole set to defend in England at Evolve, I think they're letting him take this one off. Yeah, because he's gotta fly out the next night. So And that's uh it's such a disappointment. The guy just got the North American title uh in a crazy ladder match, and then you're not gonna have him defended on the very next big pay per view for the company. Agreed. Are you kidding me? Yep. What are you doing, WWE? I get it. They have a loaded card. There's a lot there. I assume Ciampa and Gargano are going to get a lot more time, mm-hmm. or at least equal to what they did last time, because they went over pretty handily. I think 15, 20 minutes last yeah, time. Yeah, they did. So uh, maybe they're just seeing the writing on the wall, like Gargano and Ciampa are going to go long. Black and Sullivan could go long. Who knows? But I don't think Black and Sullivan goes no. long. No. Lars, Lars. Let's, let's hold on. Let's save this for the yeah, specific okay. match. Time. Anyway, okay. it's a disappointment that Adam Cole, Bebe, will not be there. And I'm very upset that I will be in the crowd and I will not be able to chant Bebe with Adam Cole. But, Ben, you had a very justifiable reason why Adam Cole is going to be fighting overseas instead of on American soil, right? Yes. 
And while there's just full, I still feel 95% positive Adam Cole via NXT TakeOver. This is in Chicago. That's a Ring of Honor city. Right. That's an Adam Cole city. That would right. be stupid to leave him off that card. But my point about Adam Cole defending the title in uh, progress, or right, or no. Uh, evolve, uh, evolve. You keep mixing those I two mean, up, and I love you for it. <laughs> yeah. Because no, I have no idea what the difference is. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> progress is in, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's WWE giving a little to get a lot. They're giving up a, an Adam Cole match title defense in Evolve. I mean, these partnerships with Evolve and Progress are how the WWE UK division exists. So, And how it's going to be able to thrive when they add the weekly yeah. UK show. Yeah, talent trade-off. It's an old-school talent trade-off. They've done it before. They'll do it again. It's, it's just that. It's just trips doing business. We may not love it, but, you know, and, and Ben, I'm with you. I think Cole is at TakeOver Chicago. I'm not sure he wrestles. Or if he does, he slides in and they do the uh, they do the Freebird rule for the tag title match. Well, EC3 still isn't on that card, and that's an injustice. So watch out for that, too. I think we see EC3 and Adam Cole get added to that card. All right, I, I think the card is set. I'll be honest with you guys. I think this card is set. So let's too. run through what we know is set, and we'll go we'll go roundtable again. And Ben, it's your show. You're gonna we'll Ben Austin Joey, and we'll do predictions, and uh, yeah. and again what we think the fallout will be. Let's start with the match. I think we all might be the most excited for. That's Ricochet and Dream. <laughs> oh, Ricochet and Dream. Listen. The social media buildup to this match alone has been boner-inducing. I'm not going to lie for one <laughs> second. This stuff has my pants a-moving, and I, I can't even help it. The the personal jabs, Dream changing his profile pic to the Prince Puma mask. Yes. What a wonderful, wonderful move. They are both doing exactly what they need to do. They're shit-healing, but not dick-healing. And what I mean by that is... Yeah, explain that one. What I mean by that is... They're just kind of being petty. Yeah. But they're not actually being evil. Mean girls. Yeah, exactly. But it's fun. Oh, yeah. And it's it's intense. And you believe every second of it. So, Ben, Ricochet and Dream, what's your thoughts? Uh, like you said, this, the build of this one has been absolutely unbelievable. I mean, just these two guys talking with each other. You got Ricochet doing the gymnast flip outside of the ring to... Lean into the microphone and say something. In the dream is just fantastic. It's two of WWE's hopefully next big stars, and both of them—they're both young. They both got so much to grow. They've got this is going to be awesome. I hope they get time because this could be. I'm really excited for people to get to see Ricochet on this mainstream singles match level. You know that's going to be awesome. Same for Bubble Team Dream, who I think wins this match. I think Dream takes this one. I think he needs a big singles win. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, Austin, what about you? Uh, I was going to say the same thing. So Velveteen Dream, I think, needs the win. Ricochet's still going to be Ricochet regardless of what happens at the end of this match. He's still going to be able to do amazing flips out of the ring. Holy shit. He's still going to be able to do all of his sick moves, and he's still going to be loved by the crowd. He's Velve still going to be red hot. You're right. Yeah. Velveteen Dream hasn't had a big win in a while uh, at, since... I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember the last big dream win that wasn't over a jobber or somebody who's right. clearly stuck. There hasn't been. Yeah. Right. Him and Black Chris, had an amazing Chris Hero. match. Yeah. Chris Hero, yeah. Uh, what's oh, the Cassisono. gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah, the gatekeeper. I didn't think of his real name. Uh, his name is now the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper, okay. Um, but yeah, And plus, we know that is WWE cool. is getting behind Velveteen Dream because, as of recently, ba -ba -da -ba. John Cena. John Cena. Oh, 
John Cena gave him a big push just by announcing him as a guy that he'd like to face someday. So uh, there's obviously something there. Vince probably loves Dream. Cena loves Dream. And that means Vince loves Dream. Whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I think Dream wins it. I think the match is going to be spectacular. You're going to see something freaking crazy that's going to blow up Twitter. And I'm excited to see it live. Joey. Humble I, I can't disagree with uh, Dream going over. I just I think he needs to win right now. Um, like everyone else has been saying, Ricochet is going to be Ricochet. Uh, I think there are some big, big things in store for Ricochet. Like maybe I think a big feud with Leo Rush could come from that. Well, Leo Rush moving up to 205 Live. Which, what? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll talk news. about that in a second. <sighs> we'll talk about that in a second. Leo, Leo Rush went from the doghouse to... Another the dog puppy house? house. I don't really know. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Ricochet Dream, I think, opens this show because Triple H loves to open strong. He wants to hook you. He wants his hooks in you from the jump. Yep. Tag team? Tag team titles? No. Opening? No? Nope. No. Nope. I, I don't think the tag team title match is going to be that great. I'll be honest with you. I don't either, but I can see the crowd being hot just because uh, it's undisputed. Uh, you want the undisputed. crowd super hot. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it Ricochet to Ricochet Dream is going to get this crowd bothered. <laughs> okay, that's what's going to happen. And I agree with you guys. I think I think Dream goes over. I think the... Uh, I think the little handy from Cena is going to help him out a lot. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, let's be honest. Listen, John Cena gives you that kiss and says he wants to face you. You get that. You're going to get that. You're going to get. And you know what I would love, you guys? And, and maybe when Black is ready to go up, you put the belt on Dream, and you do what they did with Kevin Owens. Yes, which exactly. Which pushed was... Kevin Owens so hard onto the main roster yep. because you were already familiar with him. He already had a feud with John Cena. Clearly, this guy is legit. Dream is super legit. He's Dream good. is beyond oh, yeah. legit. That el- Listen, he and Kyrie Sane have the two best elbow drops in the business right now. Sorry, Bailey, but it's true. Yeah, no, Bailey, suck it. You don't got shit on the dream. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Kyrie wow. Sane's... It's true, Ben. It's Kyrie's, true. Kyrie's has so much more elevation and definition to it, okay? Bailey can be third. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with it. I was just like, damn, coming hard at the hugger. Hot take before what, noon. What has she done? What has she done lately? I'm I sorry. I bring this shit. Now, hold on. I don't want to throw shade at Bailey. It's not Bailey's fault that she's getting booked like shit. Oh, I agree. It's not her fault. And Bailey, it's not her fault that she Bailey, can't get off the ropes. Bailey built main events. Yeah. No, but listen. I, Dream Dream's elbow drop, that elbow drop off the ladder in that NXT oh, yeah. North American Championship match was just bonkers, and I want more of it. I want more of it in my blood. <laughs> you can slap it right in there. Right. So uh, let's move on. Um, I want to. I'm going to deviate from your rundown a little bit here because I want to save that next one you've got here for last. Yep. Um, let's talk about that tag team title match that none of us are really thrilled about. I actually am kind of hey, excited about you're it. You're excited? Joey, if you're excited, I'm going to let you go first. You get us hot for it. Let's go. I, 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 <laughs> I, I do think the Undisputed Era is going to retain, but I think this is going to push Oni and Danny on a whole nother level as a tag team. Okay. one and Tui? Yeah. <laughs> I love one and Tui. I mean, because they're not doing anything single-wise. I mean, NXT kind of... Kind of lacking in the tag team division right now, and I think elevating like um, Oni and Danny would be, you know, good for them to feud with like TM sixty one or War War Raiders or you know teams like that. So I think I think they get elevated, but I don't think they win the titles. Austin, uh, I same thing, man. I I'm actually kind of excited for this match just because I know that Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. 
hit the living piss out of anyone that they face. Yep. Yeah. If you remember the Oni Lorcan and uh, Danny Birch, the day with Tommy. No, 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 that's no. the only thing I remember. The day with Tommy. It's a Tommy. The day with Tommy. I was gonna say Kenta, and I'm like, that's his old name. I got, <laughs> I got to do the WWE name. Uh, um, but yeah, Kenta, um, a Tommy, a Tommy, and Oni Lorcan beat the living piss out of each other, and it ended with a Tommy getting a bloody face, and the match went on, and it was still amazing. So I'm excited to see how hard hitting this will be. Um, I don't think it's going to be as uh, spot monkey-ish as Dream and Ricochet could be. <laughs> so it's not going to be as hype for the crowd. But I still think that this will be a solid match. Probably the worst one of the night, but that's that's saying that how good this card is. Card. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, call, you should keep calling him, Kenta. He was less injury prone. <laughs> he, uh, was, uh, he was relevant. R.I.P. Atami. Oh, bye-bye, Atami. Not is he still on 205 Live? Yes. Technically, yes. He's part of that weird Japanese team with him. And, no, they uh, broke up. Oh, they broke up? Yeah, they. he beat uh, the piss out of See, uh, I knew about Leo Rush, and you knew about that. That's it. Yeah. That's, I'm behind on 205 Live. I so am I. 205 Live in like six months. Um, oh, I will say, way better with Drake Maverick. Drake, I was, is, Drake I was, is the jam. You said you've been behind on 205 Live, right? Yeah. Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy a couple weeks ago. Had an absolute phenomenal match, so you got to watch it. Oh yeah, and then Mustafa Ali and Buddy went at it again. Yeah, they? yeah, and those two have been fun. I saw, um, I saw a gift for Buddy. Main event machine. Who is? Buddy Murphy's been like the rock of two hundred five live. He's yep. been amazing. Oh, absolutely. All right, all right, all right. Gingers, man. Ben, Oni and Tui versus the Undisputed Era. Yeah, I don't know where this hate on Oni. Oni is a potential mid card guy on the main roster to me. I mean, he's got so much potential. He's a indie Oni? darling, as uh, Dream would like to say. Uh, there's a lot there, and <laughs> Danny's one of the safest workers around while beating the piss out of you. So it's going to be fun. I mean, these guys know each other from before they got to NXT too. So there's going to, I think they'll get some time here. I think this match is going to surprise a lot of people. I don't think the belts are changing hands or anything, but I think this match surprises people. I, I would agree. I think it can surprise people. I just I don't know if the style that any of those involved working is the kind of style that's going to fit with the rest of the matches on the card. I think this is going to run into the same problem that the women's title match is going to run into <sighs> in that it's going to be technically great wrestling. Technically, you know, one and two are wonderful. <laughs> I love that name. I think it's Brandon Stroud came up with that. That's where I've seen it. The <laughs> that's most. Funny. Stroud on Twitter at, at Uprocks. Got to give credit where it's due. Thank you. Um, but, you know, technically these are great wrestlers. The most exciting person in this match is Roderick Strong. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love Roddy, I know what I'm saying when I say that. Mr. ROH is not getting the crowd popping off. I don't think he has that often no, in his NXT I, run. Again, He's great. That's why they turned him heel. Right. Yeah, but great, the offense but... of all four guys involved in this match is is very much so technically beautiful. Yeah. And for the four of us who appreciate that, that's yeah. great. But for Austin, the NXT TakeOver crowd in Chicago who's there watching it live, right. it's a little tougher to appreciate when you know it'll likely follow a much more high energy match, I'll give you that. It's, it's a very I'm different. I disagree with that. Whoa. Oh, all right, all, all right. right. Hit me, hit me. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. It's good. I like a discussion. This is a Ring of Honor city. Chicago is a city that has built Ring of Honor to the point where it is today, and these guys have all wrestled in Chicago. These I mean, True. Chicago is a purest crowd. This I see. That's the thing. I could be misunder. Crowd. I could be misunderstanding Chicago. I am basing this, this not, on typical yeah. WWE crowd. No, this ain't a spot monkey crowd. The Chicago crowd, they're going to be loud, they're going to be aggressive, and they're going to appreciate good wrestling. Like, it's going to be like... I hope they do. I hope, yep. You, yeah. you, you don't tell me how to cheer when I'm in Chicago, Ben. All right? 
I'll cheer how I want to cheer. You got my giant cardboard face. You'll do what we tell you to do. Here, here's what I'll, I'll agree with Drew is the fact that they have so many uh, high-profile ad, uh, advertised matches where it's going to be super high-energy, super spots, super crazy action, and then you're going to get this more technical, hard-hitting side. So I think what you're saying, Drew, and don't let me put words in your mouth. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. But the, the flow is going to be a little hard for them to take. Right. Well, and also, I don't think this finish is clean. I don't think there's a way in hell this finish is no. clean. I don't think this finish is clean. Nope. There's not even a possibility in my mind that it finishes clean. There's got to be one match that doesn't. Something's, yeah, something's not going to. It's a WWE show. Something's not going to finish. Baby. Clean. Now, I think that could also mean we get this feud for the rest of the summer, but I don't know that I want that because with how good, if you guys have been watching NXT, TM61 deserves a yeah, fucking title shot. They're back. They are flying. I don't know if you guys saw their match from, from Wednesday night. Uh, one of the two guys, and I always mix up which one is which. I won't lie to you. Nick or whatever. whatever uh, one, one of them jumped so high, he had to kick down at his opponent. Jesus. It was yep. nuts. I've never seen it before, and I loved it. And look, I think those guys deserve to come up. I would love to see a triple threat title match at TakeOver Brooklyn, but that might just be me. Fatal four-way. Fatal four-way title match? Yep. War Raiders. Between, yep, War Raiders. Between, yep, between the two teams. To this, Yeah. And then, yo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, has, no. has War Raiders done anything since being on NXT? Beat up, I, I beat, up, beat, up. beat up heavy machinery, and that's they, about yeah, it. They, okay. beat up, they beat up the other factors. <laughs> Look like the natural disasters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. It was natural, good times. Good callback. Uh, let's talk a little bit now about the uh, women's championship match. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross. Nikki getting a singles push, and I love it. Ben, what do you think about this? I don't care. Oh, you hate Shayna Baszler that much. I just like, it's just like, hey, here's Ronda Rousey's friend. She's got a championship. Like her. I don't care. You're not supposed to like play, her. I, I don't know. It's not that I know when I'm not supposed to like someone. And it's just like, why? Why? You're just a bully that knows submissions. Like how many of those we got on the roster? I don't know. <laughs> When I don't like her, I haven't enjoyed her work yet. Like people freaked out about that last Ember Moon match, and I'm just like, eh. but that was good because of I, Ember. I it was good because of Ember. Like, and in yeah. comparison to their first match, it was better. Yeah, I mean, better is better, but I, I actually am with Ben. The only interest I have is if Nikki Cross takes the belt, which I don't think is happening. I don't think it's happening either. I think Baszler, they want Baszler to be established as dominant and then call her up and have her face her best friend. Well, plus Sanity's going to be on SmackDown. Do you think Nikki Cross isn't going to show up with I them? think Nikki Cross is not showing up. I think they really? are separating Nikki Cross from Sanity. Really? Yes. Yeah, I agree, too. Yes. Purposeful move. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think Trips is showing you how good she is as a singles wrestler and as a singles performer. And there is not a girl like her on the roster right now. Not at all. Like she, look, do you know what she can be? Honestly, she can be tiny female brawn where she just does bonkers shit. And you go, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was a grappling hook. You psycho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw a water balloon full of pig's blood, whatever. What? I don't know. I'm wow. just thinking of crazy stuff. Wow. What is this? Oh, like yeah. the brood? in this match isn't anything to do with Nikki. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't like the way these styles match up. Uh, if Kyrie Sane was in this match, I'd care. Kyrie needs a push. Kyrie deserves a push. The fact uh, that they buried her after the Mae Young Classic is tragic. Garbage. 
Yeah, it's been it's just because she's ready. There, you don't need to groom her for a top spot in NXT. She's ready to be a, a main eventer in NXT. Like, let's be real here. Yeah, and she never has had a one-on-one championship match after winning the Mayon Classic. She was in that fatal four-way with Peyton Royce and Nikki Cross and uh, Ember. And she hasn't done anything since. It's like what? Do you, and she was in the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. But like you said, she's ready. Put her in the main event. Let her drop that elbow on some people. She beat Shayna Baszler for crying out loud. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. No, agreed. By the way, uh, and I don't. I meant to bring this up earlier. I don't know if you guys saw it. Matt Hardy tweeting congratulations to the uh, New Japan guys. Oh, I love Matt. He Hardy. says, oh. "As I travel to WWE Monroe, it appears congratulations are in order." For several magnificent performers, including the Bucks of Youth, I Am Jericho, and Kenny Omega, who all procured awe tonight. The <laughs> oh, love it. Can't wait until Monday Night Raw to see him. The symbol for gold. Expedition of gold. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So uh, Matt Hardy not forgetting his friends. And that, again, very cool that these guys don't hesitate to tweet about the other brands. Ty Dillinger was doing it. Cassius Ono was live tweeting New Japan last night. So, again, very, very cool to see that the WWE guys are even like, look, we're not going to hide the fact that we like this stuff. Right. Xavier, uh, Xavier Woods already tweeted out a congratulations to Kenny on winning the heavyweight title. And WWE promoted Kenny this week. Yeah. And, and up, up, by down, the way, down. It's, not, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like Woods is just going to congratulate Kenny, though. He reminded him that wrestling has nothing to do with video games. <laughs> and he still <laughs> intends to run through Kenny at E3 which I'm frankly excited for. That is currently my favorite feud in wrestling. Don't at me, bros. Um, it's, a good, it's a good feud. I like that feud. The off-the-mat feud. Uh, so I would say summarily we all are kind of out on the current NXT women's feuds until, what, Dakota Kai and Kyrie Sane start to get real chances. Lacey Evans coming up, and they need to start treating Candice LeRae like a wrestler and not a sad wife. Dream. She is damn good yeah. and deserves better. I think she does that next. I think she does that next. I think that's the next thing for Candice is she finally proves that she can wrestle because, as you said, she is a phenomenal talent. She proved it on the indies. I mean, you mean gets to show? That yes, she yes. Can After this feud with Gar- uh, Gargano and Ciampa, and this, I think. I'm assuming it'll settle down at some point. They I might think Gargano just... gets moved up after this. Possibly, yeah. But I, at some point, it's got to end, as much as I hate it. Yeah. I don't want it to end. It's amazing. Fight forever. But I think this is where they're like. All right, Candice, you've proven, you know, you've paid your dues, so to speak. Let's put you on the main roster as a talent, or not the main roster, the NXT roster as a talent, and right. let you go. I would love, listen, Candice LeRae and Kyrie Sane could Ooh. be bonkers. Ooh. Could be bonkers. Candice LeRae, Kyrie Sane, Dakota Kai? My I, God. I love Dakota Kai. You would. Why? You would. Why is that a bad thing? I like thing? her, too. Yeah. yeah no, I know, I'm just... Just giving you shit. It's what I do. I love Dakota Kai. Have you met me? Yeah, but that, <laughs> that kick she does, the first time I saw it in the Mayon Classic, I'm like, that's better than Sami Zayn's. All right, speaking of kicks. Ooh, good, good yeah, time. Alistair Black, Lars Sullivan, NXT Championship. Does anyone actually... I just want to make this quick because we've got a lot to get to. <laughs> I, I think this is not a long match. I, I think that uh, Black wins this fairly handily to establish him as dominant. Or Sullivan wins it and Black goes up. That's what I'm agreeing with. You're going with Sullivan wins and Black goes up? Yeah, because I think Vince sees a lot of money in Aleister Black. I think a lot of people see a lot of dollar signs when they look at Aleister Black. Austin? I think Black keeps it. Uh, they've kind of given the the doubt in the viewer's mind that Sullivan can block the uh, block the black mask. That's hard to say. That's all right. Um, but I, I don't think Black loses at this point. He just got it. They had... Uh, Andrade, Andrade, keep it for what, six, seven months? Yeah. And then they said, all right, now's your time to shine with the draft. There's no reason for Black to just get thrown up into the main roster yet, but 
they've done crazier stuff. Why not? But I think Black keeps it. All right. Ben? Yeah, I think Black... Here's my thing on Black. I think Black keeps it until Dream takes it from him. Yeah, and I, I actually fully agree with you, and I think Dream takes it from him at TakeOver Brooklyn and that we see Black on the main roster after SummerSlam. I, yeah. I think it's, I think uh, it's simple yeah. as that. This one won't go longer than 11 minutes. Yep, I agree. I think this is, I think this is a 10-minute match. Not a whole lot to do. Lars Sullivan, I think, is limited offensively, and I think he's limited cardio-wise. He did a lot of resting in that ladder match. Oh, yeah. Did a lot of resting in that ladder match. He did a lot of big spots, though. I will give him He did. Oh, no, listen. He showed he was willing to take the bumps. Him and Killian Dane. Yeah, they all. Killian, man. I can't wait to see that beast. On SmackDown? Oh, God, I love him. I want to see him destroy people. I just want to see him eat. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Where the hell are they? We'll get to that. Where the fuck is Sanity? All right, one more match that we know of on this card before we move on. Uh, Ciampa, Gargano, street fight because uh, Shinsuke took last man standing. So it's a street fight. Um, it's a Chicago street fight, which apparently means something. I don't know. Uh, Does it? Listen, this <laughs> that sounds good. I think the big question isn't how excited we are for it. I don't even think the question is who wins. No, I don't care. I think the question is, is this the end of Gargano Ciampa or is there one more chapter? Ben, I'm going to let you lead off and then we'll go around the room. Ben, what do you think? I- I think there's one more chapter because I see Ciampa winning this one, and I just think that they see money in this and that there's not really a place for them on the main roster right now, so why wouldn't they keep having five-star matches right. for NXT TakeOvers? Joey, what about you? I, I'm i torn because I, I kind of want to see both guys get up to the main roster, but for some reason I got this really gut feeling that their feud – is going to wind up spilling into maybe getting mixed in with Alistair for the title, which I think would be phenomenal um, because I think um, no disrespect to Alistair Black and what he's capable of. Um, Gargano, the Gargano Champa feud should be over the title as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Okay. Austin? Uh, I don't care who wins because it's that phenomenal of a feud where nope. I just want to see them fight. Uh, I think there's one more after this. I think there, there's got to be a way that they have Ciampa win and yet Gargano still doesn't look super weak um th- th- I'm just excited to scream fuck you Ciampa <laughs> <laughs> that he's the best heel right now I can't he get is. that out of my head he walked out with no music at the last takeover and the whole crowd just said fuck you Ciampa for a solid 10 minutes it was amazing yep I can't wait um so I think they go one more I think they go to Brooklyn and then That'll be like the third one. Like yeah. Old school Triple H and Shawn Michaels right, when right, they right, did right, this. Right. Uh, man, this feud has gone on for so many years if you think about it. The Cruiserweight Classic when they face each other. Then they became a tag team. Yeah. And then they uh, Ciampa turned on Gargano. And now he got and then he got injured. And then they had to do something with Gargano. So he went for the title. And now he's back. So, and, uh, go ahead. So I got a question. Yeah. Do you, any of you think it's possible that the rivalry gets moved up to the main roster? Like they try and do what they did with Owens and Zayn. Yes. No. And this is where I'm going to jump in here because I, I agree with Ben. I think Ciampa wins this one. Yep. I think we get a 60-minute Iron Man match <laughs> at TakeOver Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, listen, guys, there's not room for this on the main roster. Ben's right. I agree with that. If you called these guys up, they would end up getting Ty dillinger They'd end up getting No Way jose so they sad. would. I they would end up in these shitty little comedy spots or some kind of WWE.com exclusive bullshit. Uh, but but I'm saying, do you think they like? Do you think 
when they get moved up, they'll still like intertwine with each other like Zane and Owens do. I think there's no way you can separate the two. No, not at this point. I, I think there's no way you can separate the two. And I think that's why when you call them up at first, you maybe put them on separate brands and you establish it as trying to keep them apart from each other so they don't murder one another. I agree with that. I, I think you can do that, but I don't think they do it. I don't even think that they do it until maybe WrestleMania. I think these two are in NXT for a little while here. I think we'll all be asking, oh, why aren't they called up yet? Like we were with Sanity, like Ben was with Andrade. Right. Ben, you wanted Andrade up a year ago. Yes, I did. I, I knew he was ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And listen, and it's nothing against Ciampa and Gargano to say they're not ready, but I think the best thing for both of them as far as getting TV time wrestling staying down there. is staying in NXT I and agree. being the best damn thing going on right now. Yeah. I mean, outside of New I, Japan. Not, yeah. Not to speak for all of us here, but if we our reservations aren't about their talent or their ability of, or their ability to slide in. It's just based on the fact that we've seen guys that felt like can't misses miss. Ty Dillinger still gets a pop, real. and they just they butt fuck him. <laughs> I hate it. You're so mad, and I am mad too. No, I love to tie in NXT. So I, 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 I think he has everything you need to be a main wrestler, yeah. a main roster wrestler. But there's nothing for him. And he's a good worker, too. I mean, can't even get booed anymore. Right. Like, what the hell? The Revival can't even get, get booed. out of buildings. We're not, yeah. we're not talking about the Revival. We're you not doing the Revival. With you that and listen. I will have an hour-long discussion. No, no, that. just, that's a perfect NXT example. I agree. They were putting on main event matches every time they stepped in the ring. Not Sa- takeover. Sami Zayn has not had a title in WWE. You can't give him the U.S. title. You can't give him the Intercontinental title. You can't give him anything. Are you freaking kidding me? I think him and Owen should have been tag team champions. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, we could talk about this shit all day. We could. All yeah. of us could. Yeah, we could. Um, based on uh, what we're trying to do time-wise here, Joey, do you mind if I skip around a little yeah, bit? Yeah, go for it. All right. Because um, I do want to talk about where in the world are AOP and Sanity? Yeah. I mean, two of the most dominant tag teams slash factions that NXT has seen run through there. Yep. In, in a, again, a brand that has generated some great tag teams, including the Revival. <laughs> there you go, Ben. Mwah. Love you. American Alpha. Where American Alpha. They're coming back. I mean, God, the son of the son of Kurt Angle. God, Crying out loud. The black son of Kurt Angle. The ah! son of Kurt Angle. Starline drop. They're coming back Not together. Black son. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's let's just uh, let's move on from that really quickly. <laughs> but guys, uh, Ben, I want to give you the the first shot at this. Do you think there's a plan, or does WWE just not know what to do with these guys? I think there's a plan for Authors of Pain. I don't think there's a plan for Sanity. <laughs> and I don't think they know what to do with them. I think they were like, oh, crap, did we forget the girl? <laughs> <laughs> did Nikki miss the bus? That's funny. <laughs> like, Oh, we've got to rewrite uh, this. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> SmackDown is yeah, on Friday. So, so, okay, I'll yeah. just... Right like, now, there's, like, Authors of Pain, like, with Bray and Matt being champion, that's not a matchup that I think mixes well together with them and Authors of Pain, because you don't want to make either team lose in that scenario. So I think they're looking at the Author of Pain right now as, like, oh, man, maybe we did this a couple months early, because we don't know what we're doing now. We have a plan, but we don't know when to do it. Did Paul Ellerly murder them? (laughs) Did he he John Cena them on the way out? (laughs) (laughs) You got buried. Joey, what do you think, man? I'm going to say it because I've been thinking it since the superstar shakeup. 
But WWE royally screwed up here. Agreed. But here's why. Sanity should have been advertised to go to Raw because the money feud would have been with Sanity and the Deleter of Worlds, and the Authors of Pain should have went to SmackDown to feud with the hard-hitting teams like the Bar, the Bludgeon Brothers, the Usos, and so forth and so on. So I think that's where WWE royally screwed up. I think they screwed up in the fact that they had Authors of Pain come out like two or three times, beat up some jobbers, and then they just didn't have them. Yeah, it's stupid. It's like you built them. They did this with uh, the club for a while, too. They had them beat up a bunch of people, and then the club was all of a sudden in the AJ Styles, John Cena thing. It's like, what? why are you wasting them? Let them do their own thing. Well, it's another team on SmackDown that the Authors of Pain could feud with. Right, and it, it just, Sanity's been advertised for what, two, three weeks, four weeks, five More weeks, than that, weeks? No. Now, the rumor, the rumor with Sanity is that WWE is having trouble securing legal rights to using Sanity, Sanity. as a trademarked brand. Okay. That's, uh, Joey, look, man, roll your eyes hard as you want. I agree with you. I think it's trash, but it's also the same problem, and I'm going to uh, merge my two worlds here. <laughs> it's the same problem Marvel has run into with the Hulk. Universal owns the merchandising rights to the Hulk, which is why you haven't seen a Hulk solo film because Marvel's not about to push something that Universal's going to make a shitload of toy, t-shirt, and hat money off of. WWE isn't going to push a faction that they can't market and sell terribly designed shirts for. I got a question, though. They've already sold shirts. Have they? Sanity yeah. has their own NXT Sanity shirt. has their own NXT shirt. And that's where they may have run into the problem in the first place. They realized that no. They realized, oh, like, somebody was like, uh, hey, man, this looks a lot like chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or that's what they did with Ruby Riot. They couldn't get R-I-O, spelling, R-I-O-T, so they added the extra T. Yeah, but, yeah. So now it's the Riot to score. I don't know why they didn't just call her broke-ass Harley Quinn, but whatever. <laughs> Um, I like Ruby Riot. Back off. Uh, listen, I like Ruby Riot the wrestler. I hate Ruby Riot the character. Same. Yeah. Same. She's a great wrestler when she She's gets to work. Phenomenal. Um, kick, though. So uh, again, I, I agree though. I think that Authors of Pain should have been on SmackDown to feud with the Bludgies. I think Sanity should have run wild all over that Raw roster, and then you can do Killian Dane and Braun Strowman, which I want really bad. Oh, that'd be oh. phenomenal. They've never crossed paths. No, they haven't. I want it. Ooh. I want it. Give it to me, Ben. Give it to me. Can I have? Yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> Thanks, Pumpkin. Just goes, yeah. My right, fiance, so- my fiance probably like that too. All right. Since, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's. Uh, Let's talk money in the bank, guys. Let's let's talk money in the bank. Of course, uh, one of my favorite pay per views of the year, Money in the Bank, is my favorite gimmick match. I have no no qualms about that. When I am sad, I watch Money in the Bank matches to cheer myself up. That is my happy place. Same. So this card, outside of the Money in the Bank matches, though, looks like dog shit. Hot yeah, garbage. Say, can, 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 looks, spend too much time on matches outside of the ladder matches. Can, can, I, can I start with this one, please? Go, go ahead, Joe. You want to okay. start? You want to? You want to lead us off here, big guy? Please. Yeah, I'm, and I don't. I'm not going to go in match order, but bear with me. Let's do what we can. You know the shirt I'm wearing today, your Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan shirt. Yeah, fight for your dreams. You know what freaking dream I'm fighting for <laughs> is him to get the hell out of this feud with Big Cass because it's shit. Put him in that. <laughs> Put him in matches with Joey AJ. Said a swear. Hey, get him. I, get him. I, I, I'm pissed about this. Get like, him. seriously, how do you not, after, okay, how do you not put Daniel Bryan versus Jeff Hardy on the pay-per-view for the United States title match after freaking Bryan beat him in the way he beat him a few weeks ago? Because Jeff Hardy's dead. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hardy died sometime. 
He's hanging out with Joey Ryan somewhere. And it's Money in the Bank. It's a ladder match themed pay-per-view. Yeah. And who's, who's synonymous with ladder matches? I, I legitimately think the Jeff Hardy injury is worse than any of us know. Probably. I, I think the Jeff Hardy injury is worse than any of us know. And I think you're going to end up having another U.S. championship tournament. Another. 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 Another one. Another DJ Khaled one. style. I don't like him. I, listen, what, what I want to do... Let's let's run through the shit matches, and I'm just gonna go pick a winner. Yeah, yep. I, don't, I don't want any explanation. I agree. We know these are all yeah. shit. Agreed. So we're just except for call one. Them. There's one. I there's one I do want to touch on. We'll, you let me. We'll pause. You let me know when you want to pause. Okay. okay. <laughs> so let's start. Lashley yeah. Zane. Lashley Zane. Uh, I'm picking. I'm Lashley is the obvious winner. Austin. Lashley. Lashley. Ben. Meteor. <laughs> I'll take the Idol Michigan team. The Idol Michigan team. Um, yeah, no, I literally anything besides that shit show. Um, Lashley. Lashley. It's cl- fairly clearly Lashley. Uh, Reigns and Jinder. Reigns and Jinder. American versus Foreigner. The American has to win. Oh, it's right? going to be the American. Reigns. All right, Joey. Be shit American. Uh, ben. Jinder. Shut up. <laughs> what kind of interference? I need an explanation. What kind of- Maybe the second Sing Brother comes back. Oh, the return! I've thought about it. It's <laughs> been eight return! or nine months. It's been eight or nine months. Uh, no, listen, it's 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 Roman. Apparently, if you haven't heard, it's his yard. <laughs> Dean Ambrose comes back and screws over Roman. God, would that please happen? <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> Shut up. Get out of here, Ben. <laughs> no, right. Bender's going to win it very underhandedly. Okay, uh, so this is going to be our unclean finish match. Okay. Yeah. Unclean. Unclean. Forever. Unclean. Forever unclean. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Ass. Austin. Uh, Daniel Bryan, I, I want. Be, I'm whatever. Joey. Bryan. Ben. Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan in some humiliating fashion for Cass. I hope so. I, listen, it's going to be like legitimately, I think it's going to be like Daniel Bryan power bombs him or some weird ass <laughs> shit that Threw we don't table. see coming. Through a table, something. Or Brian's going to get DQ'd. I think we're going to see a lot of non-finishes. Yeah. These matches scream for non-finishes. Uh, SmackDown tag team title. <laughs> Bludgeons Bludgeon. versus the club, yeah. Let's just say Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Bludgeon. Bludgeons. Ben, yeah. it's, the, it's the Bludgies, right? Have they been on SmackDown since winning yes, the title? They, they fought. Uh, Harper fought Abs Anderson. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, it's Bludgeons. They can't lose. Me. I wish it was the club, by the way. Same. My heart is picking the club because the promos, the promos would be so much fucking better. Pants Down Austin is going for the club, having all of the gold. The club with the gold. I, you know what? I can see WWE pulling a political move with that since the Elite has the gold New Japan. Ooh. So... Mm. Setting up AJ to keep his title and Possibly. give the club the gold. Possibly. Yeah. Reunite them. Small chance. Their own version of the Elite. Yeah, well, then, you know, I, I just no, I don't see it happening. I don't either. As much as I, again, I want to hear more about Abs Anderson's hot Japanese <laughs> wife. Great line, it's, great line, it's the best. It's a great line. I don't care how generico their characters are; they play them so damn well. Right. Uh, uh, but it's the Bludgies. All right, uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. Oh yeah, the B Team. The I B forgot Team they versus the Deleters of Worlds. Ben, <laughs> let's start with you. Hmm. Are you trying to muster up a uh, fuck to give? Yeah. <laughs> the leaders of the world. Uh, I think Bray pins Bo Dallas, and Bo Dallas joins them as a little minion. Ooh. 
weird. All right, all right, Austin. Uh, it's going to be the, the leaders. I know they're brothers. They're, did ben. you know they're brothers? Oh my gosh! But they don't like working with each other. Right. Uh, it's going to be the deleters. Uh, this is the one I wanted to touch on the right, del- right. the the deleters, but I'm really excited that uh, the B team, which originally was supposed to be called DNA, which I thought was a really cool name. Yeah. I just like the fact that they're finally getting some spotlight. Just because of their second, third generation backgrounds. And I think Curtis Axel is one of the most underrated guys on the roster. All right, fair. Yeah. I appreciate an actual breakdown of a match I still don't care about. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I, I'm, I was a huge Mr. Perfect fan, so I kind of root wow. for his kid. I loved Curtis Axel with Paul Heyman. It was weird, but I liked it. Yeah. He's a former IC champ. Yeah. And that he won that in a very weird way, and I loved it at the time <laughs> when he pinned the Miz during the figure four leg lock on uh, Wade Barrett. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. On Father's Day, um, no less. I'm Money in the bank also on Father's Day. Go ahead. I actually Let's think. away from this topic. <laughs> Good idea. Those are my two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I actually think the B team wins. What? Hold on. I think the B team wins, and then I think the deleters invoke their rematch clause. In GR? No, no. I think the rematch clause. No, no, no. I think the rematch clause is an ultimate deletion tag team match. Oh, my God. Where <sighs> Dallas and Axel get thrown into the lake of reincarnation. Exactly and that. then join them. You know what I? Hey, hey! I want to touch on the Lake of Reincarnation real quick. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping at some point Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler have a match with them. That way, when they get thrown into the Lake of Reincarnation, Dolph Ziggler can go back to being Nikki from the Spirit Squad. Oh my God! And Drew can either go back to being Three MB or the Chosen One. <laughs> oh, those are all wonderfully terrible ideas. <laughs> Wonderful, yeah. But it would get over, I think. Yeah, what? Well, no, listen. Delightful. I also won't be shocked if McIntyre and Ziggler interfere yes. in this match. Yeah. I will not be shocked if McIntyre and Ziggler interfere in this match. Um, all right, let's let's get into matches that we kind of care about at least. Uh, SmackDown Women's Title: Mella is money versus Oscar. My God, Ben, they can't have Oscar lose again, right? Yeah, I think Oscar's winning this one. I truly do think that. I, I feel like it just makes sense. Mella doesn't lose anything if she drops the belt to Oscar. Right. There's there's no there's no downside. The only other thing I could see before I go to these other two guys, what do you think the odds are that Mella cheats and this is a dirty finish, and we don't it gets counted out? I could see her getting purposely counted out or something like that. One hundred percent. Some kind of Alexa Bliss shit. Yeah, because this is a fun matchup. This is a SummerSlam quality women's title match from SmackDown. Agreed. No, fully agreed. Um, Austin. I was going to say, uh, similar to Alexa Bliss, you might have her own version of Mickey James pop in, and the next thing you know, you've got some dirty oh, finish. Oh, she's the iconic duo. The Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I think Mella keeps it in some weird, stupid some way. Some kind of dirty finish. And I'll just be mad as I sit in the crowd with Drew's head. With my giant cardboard face. <laughs> Joey. Oscar wins. Wait, what's Drew going to be doing oh. to you? My- <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? You're not invited, Ben. Oh, mean. Unnecessary. I think uh, Oscar wins because I think she's lost a lot of momentum since WrestleMania, and she needs to pick it back up again. That's true. Yeah, I still think it's a dirty finish. I think Mella retains. She's been such a great heel. Um, I really just want the Iconics to turn on her, though, and relentlessly mock the fact that she can't actually moonwalk. (laughs) I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it. And it's not part of the heel bit. I'm not hating the character. I'm hating that she thinks she's moonwalking. It's like people who say vegan barbecue. It's fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. Are we still on that from the other day? I am forever on that, Joey. 
vegan. I'm never not on that. Oh my gosh, calm down. No, I've had it before and it's good, and that's coming from. Okay, Ben, yeah, fuck off. Not, hold on, but it's, by definition, it's not barbecue. It's vegan food cooked barbecue style. It is not barbecue. It's just a lot to say. Jeez, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very fired up. He went this. on this. No, 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 no. We don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time. Raw Women's Championship, the match that was made at the upfronts for NBC to try and suck that dick a little harder. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. It's what it is. You're not it's wrong. What it is. You're not wrong. Naya, Rhonda, Ben, thoughts. Uh, I, Rhonda's gonna win. There's, I don't. They're gonna. I don't. There's no way. There's a. Uh, I don't think there's a clean finish in this one. Hmm. No, I agree with you. I, I think Natty gets involved somehow. I think something's going to happen. <laughs> Joey, what do you think? Ronda wins, but Natalia cashes in on her to set up that feud. Oh, I can't see Natty winning money in the bank. I think Natty is going to be ruled out with an injury, and she's going to be spiteful and come out and ruin the match. I that's that's that. my thought. I could see that. You can see that? Mm, yeah. I don't think it'll happen. Actually, I predicted that on uh, That's So Braven. Nice. Uh, I think Maddie's winning money in the bank. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. I may not respect Natty as much as everyone else in this room. Uh, Let's be I'm, d- I'm done this. with her. She's, she's had too many changes. She's like the big show. I don't know if she's heel. I don't know if she's face. I don't know what she's doing. So right, what? So, she's yeah, a one, great, so what? She's a great worker. I well, agree. Yeah, but like wel- from the welcoming committee where she was a bad guy... Into this, she's suddenly best friends with Rhonda, so she's a good guy. Okay, but but she's still dressed like a bad guy. But Rhonda needs somebody solid to work with. And no offense to Nia, Nia's not that long term. No, well, Nia, I don't, I don't think Nia's a very good wrestler yet, and I also don't know how good Rhonda is in the ring. I can tell you every single move in this match will be pre-scripted, yes. and I can tell you that it will not go longer than ten minutes. Remember, Agreed. Remember when we booked to hell, overbooked to yes. hell. Yes, yes. They're gonna have every every step is gonna be laid out, and they're gonna work so stiff and uncomfortable. Yep. And they just they rushed the Ronda single feud. She should they have did. been tagging with Natty for months. Yes. And she should have done a mid to high card feud with Natty. Eventually, I agree. I mean, you you, t- you want to talk about a safe worker with a guy like Stephen Amell? You want to talk about a safe worker with Ronda Rousey? The number one pick is Natty. Agreed. So, no, fully agreed with that. Fully agreed. They're they're they're. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to see what happens in this match because I think Ronda has some scary potential. I mean, just judging off of her one match, but I'm like also terrified because I think they totally jumped the gun. I think that uh, what you referenced earlier, Ben, is the Chicago crowd, and I think they're going to eat this shit alive. Oh, there's going to be chants. You're going to, you know, what you're going to hear? CM Punk. I'll be. You're going to hear that fucking CM Punk chant that I fucking hate. Let me go on the record here. I I think that's going to happen during the SmackDown women's match. It'll happen. You're going to hear it a lot. You're going to hear it a lot, and I will go on the record. I will not chant CM Punk. Thank you, buddy. One time because it's bullshit, guys. Guys, Hold on. on. Yes or no? Do we hear a Colt Cabana chant? Is there a Colt Cabana chant? Do I get that started? Because I would love that. I think Colt Cabana. There, hey. <laughs> They're not going to have anything to chant about with CM Punk after he gets his ass whooped this weekend. Yeah, you're not wrong, buddy. You're not wrong. And I am the biggest. Yeah, I'm you, the biggest CM Punk fanboy. I, wa- I was. You are, he, no, he is the King Mark for Phil Brooks. I, I was. I love awesome. CM Punk because when I was in my down period of wrestling, and this guy brought me back into it with yep. the whole straight edge baloney. Um, and baloney, like I, like it's not his life or right, yours, right? Like. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Ronda's, I think Ronda has to win, and I think the crowd's going to hate it, and I think that there is an opportunity for the women's Money in the Bank person to cash in, 
but I don't think it's going to be Natty. I think it could be Ember Moon. Mm, I yeah okay. Let's we'll get to the, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll All right, so Ronda wins. Ronda, Ronda, goddamn horses down. Then I hate you, Ronda. I think Ronda. I think we all agree. Ronda wins this because there's no way she loses, uh, unless it's a again unless it's a DQ loss. It's got to be dirty if she it's, loses. If it, it's dirty if she loses, but if she wins, I think the winner of the women's money in the bank cashes in immediately or cashes in Monday night in Grand Rapids. Oh, I would flip. Everyone would lose their shit here. Uh, we'll talk about what we're hoping for in Grand Rapids before we get out of here. But we do also have an Intercontinental Championship match to talk about. Uh, Elias versus Seth fucking Rollins. Oh, PG era, man. Wow. Yeah, PG era, my ass. Rollins wins this. And if anything else happens, I will be pissed. This is my one, like, Rollins has earned this reign. Rollins deserves to have this belt for a while. He has been putting on pay-per-view saving match after pay-per-view saving match. Him and Miz. If Vince has any love for Seth in him, which we all know he does. Oh, yeah. So is Triple H. Yeah. Seth is the best worker on the roster right now. And he is, frankly, I would say right now, on an AJ Styles type level. He's top five in the world right now, I think. I, arguably, arguably. But the thing that Seth does, and Ben and I have talked about this, and, and Ben, I'm going to let you run after this. Seth Rollins works his opponent. He doesn't just work. You could put Seth Rollins in the ring with anyone, and he would give you the best damn match of the night. I know, Ben, you're a Jinder fan, but <laughs> Seth made Jinder look better than Jinder has looked since he had the belt around his waist. Ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I wouldn't call myself a gender fan. I just see a little more in him. Than no, no, I know. I, I, meant, I meant in comparison to the other three of us on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. But uh, here's the thing with Seth. Uh, if Seth drops the belt and loses his match, I think that's a signal that they're going to push him up another level and maybe do Brock's next feud with him at SummerSlam. There's, there's been rumbles of that on the dirt sheets. There have been rumbles of that yeah. on the dirt sheets. Yeah, I forgot where I saw it, but uh, I just kind of—I buy into that. I buy into that. <clears throat> they clearly like Elias a lot. Giving him the IC title gives him a definite spot on major cards, and Seth can move up. Seth losing the IC belt, you know, it might—if it doesn't amount to anything, it's a terrible thing. But it right. could also be the best thing for him because a Seth Brock match—I want to see that. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. Why not? Because we they what? did it once. Oh. No, 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 no. Here's, you. Let me explain. Jeez. No. Shout him down. Shout him down. No. Shout him down. I'm Shout actually with down. Austin on this. Ah. Here's, here's Brock the... has the best matches with guys that size and of that ability. Brock, Cena, and uh, Seth Rollins had probably the best triple threat match. But it's not believable. No, no, no. I, I, oh. That triple threat match was oh, great. Get out of here. <laughs> hold on, hold on. All right, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, Austin, we're going to let you talk before we tell you why you're wrong. Here, The reason I don't want to see it is because we've seen it once. And you know what they did with it? Do you know what they did with it? They brought back dead man, old guy, broken hip Undertaker and ruined the finish of Lesnar and Rollins. I, I, I think it could work. I think it would be great. Uh, I don't think WWE is going to do it because okay. they've got their own little Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam fantasy again. Shoot me now. Uh, I, I think, so here's what Seth Rollins is doing that I love. He's putting over people without making himself look bad. Like he's still making himself look great while making others look great, a.k.a. John Cena, U.S. title-esque. 
He's just taking on anyone that he wants. He made uh, Mojo Raleigh look pretty damn good, too. Yes, yeah. And that's hard because Mo- <laughs> Mojo has his moments where he looks abysmal. Yeah. So I, I think Rollins keeps the title. I think they let him keep going with this Intercontinental run, kind of like uh, The Miz did with his title. You just let him keep going and let him build some momentum. And then when someone is ready to take that off him, and it makes sense storyline-wise, they they have someone take it off him. Well, I, I agree with you. I think that he's going to drop it eventually. Sure. But I think it's next month. I, I think, think it's SummerSlam. I think Seth drops the title next month. I'm with Ben. I think he's in that main event program for SummerSlam. I hope so. I would love to see a fatal four-way with all three members of the Shield versus Brock. Oh, my gosh. Dean Ambrose could come back and feud with Rollins. Ooh, I, mm, I don't, I don't see that. that. I don't see it. Listen, I could see them all doing a fatal four-way where they gang up on Brock and then fight each other. And hug afterwards. And then you get Brock Lesnar out of here. and you you Listen, I want UFC. Brock Lesnar to go out not on his back. I want him to go out on his ass. <laughs> I want him to go out on a damn stretcher. That's what he's earned. They, they did that once. And then I'm he, aware. He, he no, I know. Back. Without coming back from the dead, <laughs> okay. though. Okay. Stay dead. <laughs> you know, to borrow from Aladdin. How many times do I have to kill you, boy? Good, good callback, Dan. Thank you. I go, I go deep cuts. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, listen, I don't care if I've seen it before. It was great. It was great. And I want to see it again with this current Seth Rollins. With this Rollins, who, uh, stop me if I'm out of line here, is better than the previous Rollins. Oh, he He's far more nuanced. And Ben, and I think what you and I love the most, is he's telling stories in the ring every match. Sean Michaelis. It, it is Michaels-esque. Not Michaels yet. No. But mm. Michaels-esque. Close. And And it's, it's giving people a lot of love for Rollins and for that IC title. I think they run this Elias feud for a month to the next pay-per-view. Elias can take the belt off of him at the next pay-per-view after a month of doing shit healy things. <laughs> singing in the ring. Singing and doing whatever. <laughs> and I think then you put Rollins into that main event picture. Because Rollins can come out after he drops a belt and give one hell of a promo about, fine by me, now I'm coming for Brock. Yeah. Roman can come out and go, get in line. And Dean can come out and go, whoa, 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 don't leave me out of the party, boys. I like That'd it. be fun. So, again, I, I think – I don't care how many times I've seen it. If it's a good match, I want to see it again. Nah, and I again, like and again, and again. As long as they don't again. ruin it again. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. As long as they don't ruin it again. I'm just bitter. I'm aware. <laughs> it's kind of how you live your life. Um, yikes. <laughs> Uh, again, you are listening to That's So Braven. Uh, I'm piloting the ship as Ben stayed up all night to watch New Japan Dominion for us. He did it for you. Because he cares. Yep. Uh, we are talking money in the bank. And of course, this podcast brought to you by our good friends at Grand Rapids Comic Con, November 9th through the 11th at the DeVos Place. Be sure to get your tickets in advance. It's going to be a very fun show. I believe Kevin Eastman returning this year, the creator of the Ninja Turtles. You're going to want to go and meet him. Got a couple more matches to get through on this card. Uh, I want to knock out uh, the singles matches before we get into the money in the bank stuff. Um, Shinsuke, AJ, last man standing. Uh, Joey, is this the match where Shinsuke finally gets the belt, or are they stretching this damn thing to SummerSlam? Neither. What? <laughs> I, I think. Hot take. I, I think the men's Money in the Bank ladder match opens the show. Okay. I think the Miz wins the briefcase, mm-hmm. and then AJ retains. But then Shinsuke attacks him after the match. And Miz cashes in. Miz cashes in, setting up the money feud we've been waiting for. Oh, I can't see it. I can't. I, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I can. We'll get, I, I like your vision. I like your vision. Benjamin, Shinsuke, AJ, what happens? 
I mean, Daniel Bryan's in a feud with Big Cass right now. That's about as far away from the main event scene as you can get. But uh, <laughs> Shinsuke is winning this championship belt. Uh, I think it happens. And I think they finally see what they can do with him in the main event scene with that gold around his waist. As a, as a heel. As just an insufferable yeah. heel. What's the point of doing this feud for four pay-per-views if it's not going to end with him winning it, you know? True. I mean, and, it, and it has to make it look like... Him. It has to make it look like AJ basically had to be murdered to get the belt yeah. off of him. And that's what a last man standing does. It, it protects everybody in a little bit. You know, it's a super gimmicky match, and you can do outrageous stuff. Like, it's gonna, I mean, it's going to be a crazy spot. I guarantee it is to beat yeah. AJ. But I think Nakamura wins his title, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I, I think they're going to hold off on Miz and Daniel Bryan until WrestleMania because it is money. I agree. No, I agree with that. I, I, Joey, I think you're right. It's the money feud. It's the money feud. I like Daniel Bryan being buried a little right now. You want to talk about believable people facing Brock Lesnar. What's believable about Daniel Bryan coming cold turkey back after two years and dominating the roster? True. And and part of the the biggest part of Daniel's story, Joey, was always the build. It was the... The working my way up. I don't want any special treatment. I want to. I want to grind my way up. But to, to back to Ben's point, he, he said something about you know Brian being a few big cast, but then getting jumped to the main. But what people don't understand, his contract is rapidly approaching, and WWE is going to want to try and keep him happy and keep him but with he momentum. Seems, counterpoint. He seems like he's happy. He doesn't seem like he dislikes this creative decision. Because it's how the story should work. I Daniel agree. Bryan, above anything else, has been about telling the best stories. It's I, I equate him to a comic book writer. Every yeah. comic book writer we've ever interviewed says they don't give a shit what characters they're working with if they get to tell a great story. I just don't like who he's working with. I agree. No, no. I mean, I agree. If it was Samoa Joe, I'd be all for it. Yeah. No, this Cass feud is off-putting because Cass has not taken advantage of the opportunity being presented to him. He's not realizing who he's working with. Cass is focusing on Cass, which uh, when you were partnered with Enzo or feuding with Enzo, worked. But Cass has to learn how to work with other people, and he's not doing that well. Yep. So I, I you know, I think I, I think that Shinsuke does win this belt because otherwise, what has all of this been for? Well, they, they did this before once with Shinsuke and Jinder, and then they wasted Shinsuke, in my opinion, because uh. he had how many matches? He had the SummerSlam match. He had Hell in a Cell. We were there for Hell in a Cell, and I yep. was vastly disappointed. It was awful. And when I did not see Shinsuke yeah. win that title, because I'd built it up in my mind, Shinsuke's winning this belt, and I get yep. to mark out in Detroit, and that didn't happen. Um, I think, as we've said, though, like you guys have equated, what is the point if we don't give Shinsuke the belt now? He lost at Mania. He technically lost. He tied or whatever at the last pay-per-view, whatever that crap was called. And now they've got to give it to him at Money in the Bank. And then they can have AJ and him potentially do the rematch in the next pay-per-view and then move on to something else at SummerSlam. Uh, I think AJ can go against Samoa Joe. AJ can go against Daniel Bryan and we can get that money. But, go ahead. But then who does Shinsuke face? Because my opinion... There's only really two big faces on SmackDown right now. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton's injured. Is Randy Orton injured? Uh, yes. I think, no, I think Randy's just taking time no, off. No, he's injured. He, he had injured? surgery. Oh, he's, he's injured. Okay. I thought he was just taking time. And Hardy's injured. So he Hardy's can't injured, so you're not going to have that. Um, Maybe Andrade? Throw him in the main event? I don't, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you skyrocket Cien like I that. I don't know if he's, you do either. He's working this program with Sin Cara, which is, I think, going to be on the uh, the pre-show for this, by the way. Oh, boy. I think we're going to get that on this the pre-show. This is why Bobby Roode never moved from 
SmackDown to Raw. I hate Bobby Roode as a face, though. Bobby's he's a, so bad. He's a terrible face. Yeah. I agree, but him and Shinsuke at least have a little bit of history. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't think we have to be so set on the idea of it being a face-heel feud. Right. I was going to say there's some... Vince and Trips have been much more open to the heel-on-heel action. And you could also, by the way, and this is this is my pick for... Uh, I guess we'll get into... Uh, so, again, we have varying opinions on what Shinsuke does and what happens after this. I think the men's money in the bank match will inform what happens with the SmackDown Live title quite a bit. And, and I, I would like to go first here because I think I'm going to have the craziest theory of the four of us. Uh, I, first of all, I heartily maintain that the winner of the men's money in the bank match is going to be from SmackDown. How the fuck do you cash in on a champion who's never there? There's no drama. There's nothing to build if you give it to a Raw guy. It, it's the worst telegraphing they've ever done. <laughs> it is the worst telegraphing they've ever done. Um, I think, I, listen, I don't think there's someone from SmackDown that I'd be disappointed if they win. Rusev, Samoa Joe, Miz, or a member of the New Day. I think the member of the New Day ends up winning this. I've thought about it. And that gives you your face to feud with Shinsuke. It also gives you a trio of mic workers <laughs> to work against Shinsuke. Pick on him. To pick on him, to mess with him, to have fun with him, to throw pancakes at him. He's a very serious wrestler. Yeah. You're throwing pancakes at him. <laughs> Japanese strong style pancakes. <laughs> I think that this feud between New Day and Shinsuke can do so much for everyone involved. And I would love to see the New Day invoke the Freebird rules the WWE title. on the money in the bank contract. Oh, I was saying WWE title. <laughs> Which they get, they said they can. I don't know if they've said they can do, but no, they said but they I plan to do. Yeah, they plan to figure that out. I think this is great for a lot of reasons. I don't know which member of New Day goes into Money in the Bank. Kofi. My hope is Kofi because he deserves to win it. I think it's going to be Big E. Uh, but I, my, here's I my, hope it's Big E. Well, no, no, because you guys are going to love this. I thought this all out. I've had a lot of time on my hands recently. Um, <laughs> I think Kofi wins Money in the Bank. I think Big E cashes in the contract. Yeah. I think Big E gets that solo push, and I don't think they break up the New Day to do it. Mm -mm. If you guys have been watching SmackDown, the only shit worth watching is whatever the New Day does and whatever Charlotte and Becky are up to. True. I mean, th th once CN starts wrestling, add that into the mix. But right now, the New Day as a team are, I think, functioning better as wrestlers than they ever have. Agreed. There was a sequence in that match against uh, Joe, Rusev, and Miz that was just beautiful from those three it is great tag team wrestling and no one else on that roster is doing it right now why break them up when they're so good as a team and when you can have them hold that contract for as long as they want i think this tease of not picking who's going into the match is a perfect setup for teasing that you'll never know who's going to cash in joey you look like you're chomping at the bit to get <laughs> this. men's money in the bank match give me a winner give me why uh, I, I agree with your theory on SmackDown, guys. But you think it's The Miz. Not, not even necessarily The Miz. I'm going to go out of the box here, and I'm going to say Braun Strowman. Okay. Okay. But why does my – here's my question, and, and, and John would agree with you if he were here today. John loves Braun. It should be Braun. It That's should be Braun. But no. why does – here's my question. This is my open question about this. Why does Braun need the briefcase? Because he's lost to Lesnar twice now. So you think he so, needs a briefcase to get another shot? Yes, because okay. WWE's went the illogical way with it. Fair. All right, Ben, money in the bank. 
winner and why? Men's match, men's my match. Pick, yep, my pick is Samoa Joe because there's built-in chemistry with whoever the hell has the WWE title. If it's AJ or Shinsuke, Joe, smart. Yeah, and I think Joe is the kind of guy that's not going to hold on to the briefcase for very long because Samoa Joe looks weird carrying around a green briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that stuff matters. I agree. Uh, no, he's that right. That stuff matters. And uh, I'm just right. telling you, Samoa Joe is... Uh, I mean, and Drew, you're onto it. I mean, that last man standing match also builds for the chance of the cash in. If yep. Joe wins, if the men's match opens, or if the men's match is before the WWE title match, watch out for Samoa Joe cashing in on the guy who barely survives the last man standing match. Austin, I think Samoa Joe. Oh uh, yeah, Samoa yeah, yeah. Joe. No, that makes sense. That's a great pick. That's solid, solid, solid. Good picks all around so far. So to shoot your SmackDown theory in the foot here. I'll go for it. So, and, and you're not wrong, but I think all of us might be chomping at the bit to have this money in the bank cash in that night. You get it for a year. Uh, Brock Lesnar's probably gone by SummerSlam. Let's be honest. He's going to the UFC. Almost definitely. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, unless Vince decides to throw another couple million at him for oh. no reason, and then we all start drinking heavily, uh, <laughs> me included. Uh, if If you give a raw person the contract, they could do it, you know, Three, four, five, six, seven. No, no you're t- they could cash in at the Rumble. They could cash in at Survivor Series. Right. Cash in on Roman after he beats Brock. Right. Right, 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 right. So right. you could cash in at any point and then tell a different story from there. Um, so I've always been on the Finn Balor train as you give Finn Balor the contract. I like that all of that was to justify him picking Finn Balor. I know. Isn't that no, funny? no, no. No, I'm, no. This is all to justify this, you picking this Finn is Balor. Great. I'm actually changing my pick, but you won't let me speak. Ah! You jerk. Yeah, that's what I do. So I've been on the Finn Balor train in a previous installment of Sweetwater called Bruner 1.0. Bruner 1.0 is gone. Sweetwater is thinking differently here. Sweetwater is going to go with a SmackDown talent, even though I don't think it's necessary. I'm going to go Rusev. You think they're going to do Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank? I think they're going to do Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. And John, of all people, kind of put this in my brain because of Lana. I think Lana's... I'll, I'll, Get that one out of the way right now. Lana's yeah, going to win we women. We can lead into that. Yeah, no, Lana's going to win the women. By the way, we were sitting around last night, just sitting around the house, and John just goes, I was saying something else. He goes, Drew, did you know, though, that Lana is the best? Lana, Lana, Lana number, number one. one? And I was like, what? Why Why are you like this? Why are you Why are you this human? Here's the thing. It's merchandise. They just created a Lana, Lana Day. Well, La- thanks, George Lucas. Yeah. You're welcome. Damn it. <laughs> Sells toys. Uh, they created a happy Lana day. They have happy Rusev day. They've you, been sending Aiden English out with Lana. Right. You don't think that there's going to be a ton of couples in the WWE universe. We're going to buy that stupid shit. Well, I think they've been working very hard on a mixed tag division because it's so hot right now in the Indies. And yeah. if we know one thing about Triple H is that he loves to steal from the indies, Absolutely. whether it be gimmicks or actual physical wrestlers. <laughs> so uh, I don't disagree with the idea of, of Lana winning based on the gimmick aspect of it. And then, you know, that, that gives SmackDown a whole new dynamic. If you've got both Rusev and Lana with the yeah, money in the bank. I think that too heavily loads SmackDown. I understand. Listen, the deal with Fox is already done. They've got their true, fucking money. True. Um, I, let's let's move let's move to the women's money in the bank. Let's move to women's money in the bank. Uh, Austin's picking Lana. I, I just because I think it's going to happen. I don't Austin's want it. Picking to, Lana. But I'm picking Lana. Austin picked Lana. <laughs> Joey, women's money in the bank. Who wins it and why? Ember. Why Ember? Well, I I just don't know. She just had a lot of momentum over the last year. She's really proven that she can work. 
I think Raw just needs a new fresh face because I don't think Ronda's ready. I don't think Nia is a good fit long term. I think people are, and Ben's going to murder me for this. I think people are tired of Sasha. Yes. Agreed. I don't think. I don't, I don't think I'm we tired are. of Sasha. Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I, I love Sasha. I think she's technically perfect. It's the way WWE's booked her. But exactly. WWE has booked her so poorly. They wouldn't commit to a heel turn for her. They won't commit to a heel turn for Bailey. Uh, Ember is 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 fresh. She's exciting. She's had a great streak since she joined the main roster. I think her first technical loss was that uh, one Kurt had to hand them on Monday. Yep. Right. You know, which was technically not her. She didn't eat a pin. It's technically a DQ loss caused by Bailey. But you know what Ember is. Like, she's a face. She's a good She's a good, per, a good person. Right. But if you... Uh, a good yeah, brother, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. She's a good brother. <laughs> good brother. Uh, nerds. Nerds. All right. So Joey's going with Ember because they need the fresh blood on Raw. Ben, women's money in the bank. Who's winning it? I am picking Natalia because I think there needs to be an extra added thing to Ronda Rousey on WWTV. And if Ronda's the champion and Natty has the belt and they still stay in cahoots for a couple of months, there's always that over-the-shoulder type thing. I, I just think there needs to be a wrestling angle to care about Ronda Rousey, and I think Natty winning the briefcase is both deserved and fits that mold. As much as I, as much as I don't, love that idea i think if it is a raw superstar because again i'm i'm hell-bent on it is a smackdown guy winning and i think it will be a raw woman i That's don't think they're going to put both briefcases on the same show be pointless probably not but i just I don't see it, it happening if it does i actually think it would be becky lynch if the women's briefcase goes to smackdown i think it's becky i think her winning over charlotte cannot be coincidence and it cannot be a one-off i think they realize they booked Becky to lose for almost a year straight, and the crowd still pops for her every time. Every time. They love Becky. I love the steampunk. And she deserves that push up the roster. Yep. She does. But I actually am going to agree with Ben here. I think storyline, I think wrestling-wise, and I think given the fact that everything, uh, Ronda Rousey is the sun. And all these other motherfuckers just revolve around her now. Yeah, but Ember's the moon. <laughs> I'm, with Austin. I'm with Austin on that. Good, good one, Austin. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here. All right. Until they that fire is, me. That is everything we know about money in the bank right now. I, I actually believe I think CN and Sin Cara is going to be a pre-show. Uh, I think we might get a tag team number one contender match on the pre-show for SmackDown. Who knows? Usos. And uh, maybe we'll get Mojo versus Ryder for the billionth time. Who fucking oh cares? God. YouTube title. YouTube title. Anyways, they'll fight for Funko Pops or some <laughs> shit. They'll fight for Chelsea Green's love. Oh. Uh, anyways, uh, Joey, I know we've got a lot more stuff on the rundown here. I don't know that we're going to get to a lot of it. So let's uh, let's really quickly fast forward. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about uh, Pure Pro Wrestling coming to Grand Rapids. Yeah, they're uh, coming... September 15th, uh, American Legion 179 in Granville, Michigan. Uh, it's going to be, I think, a really good show. Um, their trainer and owner right now, Xavier Justice, has been in India training with a great colleague and been training his students. He is building a lot of connections, not in the country, but worldwide. Uh, they've brought in talent like Silas Young, super crazy, can name off a bunch of guys. Uh, good, good promotion. They have developed something in Michigan that has been sorely lacking, which is a 
promotion that's traveling all over the state. I mean, obviously, you're in the indies. You usually stick to your own one little city. But uh, PPW is all over the state now. And uh, I think just because it's in Grand Rapids and they know that Grand Rapids is somewhat of a wrestling city, uh, I think that they're going to pull out a lot of stuff for this. And I, I went to, uh, quickly to add in here, I went to a tiny indie event at a VFW hall in Buffalo, New York, and it was probably one of the most fun events yeah. that I've ever been to. Yep. It was 10 bucks. You got to sit basically second or third row because it's a tiny venue, and yep. the ceiling was too low, so that when they came off the top rope, they were like tapping the ceiling as they did moves. It's just, <laughs> it's just stupid family fun. There, I loved there, it. There is a tag team in PPW, and I got to shout them out, not only just because they're my friends, but... They're called the Nomads, and I got to tell you, the Nomads are the, like, greatest marketing team on the indies right now with merchandise and just how they merchandise themselves and market themselves. I mean, when they are at a show, they have a boatload of merchandise with them. So come on out, say hey, support local wrestling, buy the merch. Buy it. Buy the merch. Because they, they probably don't carry fat guy sizes. So the rest of you have to buy the merch. Actually, they do. For me. Yes, fat guy sizes. <laughs> yes, Joey, fat guy sizes. That's uh, September 15th, American Legion Post 179 in Granville. Pure pro wrestling. Uh, and then, Joey, I want to give you a chance to plug the new Hollywood's, uh, Hollywood's merch. You yeah. got your nice hat on today? Yep. Um, just opened up a store on hollywoodsworldofsports.com. Got shirts, got hats, got coffee mugs. Uh, this will be the first time... I've gone to a wrestling show not wearing a wrestling shirt because kind of want to get my name out there finally. And this Heck yeah, is, dude. Um, I will probably buy a shirt once the show starts, but when I'm waiting in line, I want people to see my stuff. There you go. Uh, we will all be at Monday Night Raw in Grand Rapids, Van Andel Arena, June 18th. Tickets are still available if you guys want to come and hang out. And then look for Austin at NXT TakeOver Chicago and Money in the Bank. Uh, our little Sweetwater is traveling. Baby! hit the road. Baby. And he is taking a giant cardboard cutout of my face with him. You'll be on TV, buddy. For some god-awful reason. Because why not? Because why not? Because Dude, that's going to be so much piece. like, you're going to get so much traffic I'm just Twitter. I, I'm really hoping, I'm really, really hoping that my cardboard face does better than Conrad's cardboard face did. That's going to be Raw. tough, but I'll try. I know. I, know. I have right. another surprise for you that I haven't even told you about yet. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't have to do anything to do with your face. Oh, It has, oh, to, do with, it has <laughs> to do with stay, the nerd, of course. You stay the hell away from my face. That thing um, scared the shit out of me when I got home at like midnight one night. and I should. Flip the lights on. There's Drew's big fucking face right in front of me. I'm like, God damn it, Drew. I'm not even near you, and you're still scaring me. I'm terrifying. I am terrifying. That's funny. All right. Uh, ben, do you want to close it out? It is your show, after all. Oh, is it? Oh, I'm all right. <laughs> He's so tired. He's so tired. Drew, I, res- you I Drew, respect you, you so much for waking up and doing that. that God damn it. That's how this show closes. Oh, you guys are laughing at I'm all right. <laughs> Go to bed. This podcast made possible by our good friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure you're checking for all the latest and greatest at Tardy's. Also brought to you by Grand Rapids Comic Con, November 9th through the 11th, 2018, at the DeVos Place. Tickets on sale now at grcomiccon.com.